fuel, baby. All right, we're not doing no stand in the intro. We back. Bag fuel. We down in Philadelphia. Woo! We got the most legendary DJ, one of the most legendary hip-hop figures, period. Period. Cosmic Kev in the motherfucking building What today. up? What up? What's good? What's good with you, pump? It's good. It's hey, good. what's good? I'm you smooth. Know? You know, I'm drinking. I don't normally drink, but yeah. wait, listen. Is this drink champs? I don't know. You got the drinking hand? No. Nah, should, nah, I go nah. get, should I go get some drinks and put it on the drink? Nah, no, 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 no. I'm just they making sure. Pay, they got to pay us for that, They got to pay for that. They got to pay for that, Okay, cool, 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 cool. They got to pay for that. Drink champs get a big check for all the bottles. Right, right, right. Big check. Or you cut me like 3%. But yo, we down in Philly. I think this is our first time filming in Philly, right? Yo. First time? It's Officially. our first time filming, ba- filming Bag Fuel in Philadelphia. I heard yo. you like the cheesesteaks, the chicken cheesesteaks. I heard yeah, that's my thing. I heard that's what it is. Yeah, that's my you know, thing. You, you, know, you know, years ago, like maybe 10 years ago, I tried to get a cheesesteak in New York. And they, cause y'all, y'all was put on the thing, it would say Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah, I remember. But we in New York, why is it Philly cheesesteaks? Uh-huh. So, the the, are they the marketing, no, the marketing, cause no, it wouldn't be New York cheesesteak. Anywhere you go, even in LA, they'll right. say Philly, Philly cheesesteak. Cheese it just- But Kev know that, Kev down, it's, it's, it's like when we talked off camera, this is regular shit to them. Um, yeah. So Kev, like, shit. I can't imagine you and Sam Crespo and y'all wives and Heineken and Space Ghost coming down here just for a cheese Yeah, he, he told me he gets so, on a, he said, yo, I get on the E-Wagon on the, the, the turnpike. Yeah. And I just come all the way to Philly for a cheesesteak. I said, with my that. champagne, with my champagne. With champagne? Yeah. That's I had it? the champagne today. Is that the combination? Yeah. I like, I like champagne. Last time I came with them, the, the first two times I came with them, I didn't bring the champagne because that was our first couple times coming, but that's gotcha. how I like to ride. Like normally when I come with my wife, I'll get the cheesesteak and it's warm outside, so we'll eat the cheesesteak outside. Yeah. I got my bottle of champagne, and then we'll make a move through Philly, maybe cop some sneakers and do something else, and then we'll head back to New York. Okay. You know All right, saying? taking that, that, that Philly, you know, Philly drip back with you. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Think about definitely. it. People come to New York for the pizza, so you know. Yeah. That's your thing. Philly got the oh, cheesesteak. See, wait. Hold it. What? Hold what? Hold it. You know, always, always, they always say that New York makes the best pizza. Is that true? Yeah, come on, stop. No, no question that. about it. You've ever had pizza Kev, in Texas? Kev, stop. You know that. No, I'm asking. I'm yeah, asking. You, yeah, Kev, don't ask no question you know the answer to. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, we known for the pizza. Chicago's number two. Y'all were close number two. Super close uh, number y'all two. Y'all super close number two. Okay. Yeah. But New York is number one with the pizza. Everybody knows that. Like, yeah. certain people got certain things. Like, we would never, like he said, and they put Philly cheesesteak, we we Ooh, looking like, real niggas that go to Philly eat cheesesteaks is looking at, at at the New York store like, yo, bro, chill with that. Yeah. That's not that a Philly cheesesteak. That, that is a fact. Because the bread, the bread the, alone. Even how they cook it, there's a there's a order of operations, a style, a yeah, care you can't, to it. You, gotta you watch, can't replicate that. You gotta watch with uh, even in Philly though, you gotta watch some of the places you go to get a cheesesteak because some of them, some of the joints be tasting like rubber. Like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna. Put yeah, it, we had spoke on. That. Yeah, we spoke on. We that. don't want to say yeah, they be fraud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't go to those spots. Yeah, don't I, don't my, go to the tour. I'm gonna say don't go to the tourist. My spots, favorite man. spot. Don't go to the tourist spots. 
Iska Bibbles is my spot. That's where I go. He likes Maxis. Maxis. I'm a Maxis dude. Iska Bibbles is my but they spot. Both, they both authentic joints. They, they, yeah. they both, they both I, authentic. I, I, I converted Ghost to Iska Bibbles, and I converted his brother to Iska Bibbles too. My brother oh, was okay. a Maxis dude. Yes. What? Oh, you like Maxis better? It's a little wet, but it's good. That's what I don't like about Maxis. I like that, the fact that... I don't like the soggy bread. I don't like that. Yuck. I'm saying just like when you put that pizza, I I I just put up a post because mm-hmm. he's a pizza junkie, Kev, right? Mm-hmm. And Ghost likes food. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your foodie, so, yo, 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 yeah, your foodie. Yeah, so uh, I, I I would call him a foodie more than Ghost, but Ghost eats different things. Ghost is an explorer. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. He eats anything? No, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna say no. that. But I was Ghost, like, Ghost, hold up, bro. He'll try shit. Pause. <laughs> he'll 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 try shit. Him. He's a pizza junkie. That's what I call him. He oh, does so pizza. you're the official mm-hmm. pizza. T- He's okay. a pizza man. I'll tell you where to go. He's a pizza man. Okay. I like to eat dinner out. I'm a, I'm a dine out nigga. We was at the Palms. So you saw what Enzo ordered. And first thing we said is, hey, hey, wait, wait. Bring more of these plates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I went back to the Palm. I'm a dine out dude. Yeah, yeah we, we went to the Palm. And, you I know, know, the food was authentic. I'm, I, I sent you the picture. That I figured. Yeah, that, I was low. I was hating. I was hating a little bit. I figured. Why are you saying for? He was hating. He had, they had a little bit of raisin. That raisin bread is a die for. I can't find. Yeah. 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 But we went to the one that that's on 50. See, you need your mic on, ghost. You need. Okay. We gotta go to the one now because you you rock ghost rocks like me. Ghost gonna go places and shit, right? Okay. We gotta go back to the one on 50th for eighth. I just took my wife there. Yo, she went. When you when you take your wife there that you've been with for 12 years and she goes home and she goes crazy, you know the food is good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Kev like, you know what I'm saying? The, exactly. the box is on lock. Kev, no. I say, Kev, I have a lot of no. sex in my house. You know what I'm saying? That, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. That's, that's what yo, I do. Yo, I want to throw places. Yo, I couldn't answer the phone. You know, I have a lot of sex, sex in my, my house. <laughs> I'm like, that's what, I'm like, well, ain't that's what you're supposed to do? I said, but, but married niggas don't have no, a lot of sex in their house. The majority like, of marriages are sex, come on, sexless. Come on. No, yes. you know what? Majority, not the minority. The majority. Shout so, out to so, my wife for the box. So, you heard me? What's up? So Shout wait, out to her. You said the majority of marriages is sexless. What do you mean? Break after after years, you know, the uh, wife be like, "Oh, I just wrapped my hair. Oh, I want to roll over." It, it, it takes He's a. Never it, been married. Like I don't understand. I listen to dudes who complain. And the majority, oh, he doesn't lie, complain. Though. Niggas lie. Though. Oh, so mad <laughs> niggas be lying. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A Yo. lot of married men are gonna complain they're not fucking their wife. Niggas That's be a crazy lying. lie to yeah, have. Yeah, because they are need you gonna lie? Are you gonna are you gonna lie about fucking your wife? I'm not a liar. Though. No, no, no. Are you? You know I don't lie. You can't count me because okay. you because you know okay. I, I, I've called you. Drag, drag on's calling me now, like at the wrong time. Right? Yeah, at the right time. Look, you know look, we're with Salute the drag. Salute the drag. Shout out to drag. Real, real nigga. Mm-hmm. Drag on. Yeah. What was I saying? Niggas lie about not having sex with their wife. Nigga, because they want to have the excuse to go fuck <laughs> okay, other okay, bitches. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. And you know, I, I don't lie well. Men don't need an excuse oh, okay, to go oh, smash okay, other okay, joints. Okay, so I'm going to ask you this. So if your wife, if I'm not, you say you're not in that situation. So if your wife is not. Have you ever been in that situation where it was, the sex slowed down? Yeah, with, with my wife. Yeah, that's, that's called... <laughs> she wasn't my wife, but we had to have talks. You we see? had the conversation. But, but, but you see what... You see? I'm sorry for cutting you off, Kev. Okay, Shut no, no, that's cool. It's cool. So wait, so, uh-huh. so is that a pass? If your wife is not, you know, 
giving up the bag, you know what I mean, giving up the box. Is that a pass for you to go do what you want to do? If we're talking about relationship talk, yeah, because it's technically it's a pass. Yeah, it's a pass because even even I'm gonna keep it real. I got this is how real my wife hold is, up. right? This is how real hold my up, wife hold is. Up, yeah, let me say it. Let me say this. Let me say one. This is how real my wife so is, though. Although we're supposed to be talking about business talk, I'm gonna give my wife props right now. When we watched BMF, right, and the dude stepped out on his wife, and everybody was killing him online. My, my wife was in there like, yo, what was he supposed to do if he, he's he been on television trying to get some from his wife? If he's not getting some from his wife, what is his wife going to expect him to do? Be faithful. Mm-hmm. But, that, but, that, but that's what I don't understand. Like, and, mm-hmm. and Heineken, I, I, like a lot of women, they say, it. one thing I'm asking you to do is not cheat on me. But if you're not putting out... What what is the per, what is the man supposed this, to do? Kev, that they that means say cheat that. on me, but don't let me find out. Yeah, Kev, do it. No, they be like, don't cheat on me. Period. No, no, that means cheat on me, but don't let me ah, find out. They, don't they can't that. tell you no, don't cheat don't. on. Let me they show can't you say don't let me find That's out. They do it in reverse. To, He's speaking in no, tongues, Kev. No, before we get to the business, do do it in reverse. <laughs> okay. How, how long could you be with your wife? and not pipe her down before it's an issue? Or how long can you keep giving her whack dick? Well, I don't... Ain't I nobody dishing out whack dick. No, ain't, I'm just saying. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody... You, nobody you, you shouldn't be mad. She shouldn't no, marry you. I understand. You dishing out whack dick. You dishing out whack She shouldn't marry you. Listen to me. What I'm the, saying... The dick is trash. Pause. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Pause. I'm just saying. No, I agree with you. So I'm just saying. All that, I'm tired. Like you said, my hair don't get... Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. I, don't, I agree. I don't give a fuck about none of that. You wanted that? You I know he don't give a fuck. He got sunglasses on his own crib in the mouth. He should. Fuck. I don't you know he don't give, don't a, give fuck a fuck about fuck. none of that. So I don't. That shit don't mean nothing to me. Like I'm just saying. Like I'm saying. The problem here when women be like, well, don't don't cheat on me. Um, I ain't gonna give you no pussy. I don't feel like it, but just don't cheat on me. What the fuck do you expect? Like, that's what, what I'm you, saying. We're not being but, real. But in reverse, she's we would never cheat on me, but don't let me find but out. Saying that. Listen, she's not saying but that. In reverse, she's speaking could, in tongues. Hold on, hold on. In reverse, we could never get away with that. There's no way a girl could keep coming and say, yo, I want, I'm tired. I just came from work. I did 60 hours, or I just did a mix. I was in the studio with um Gilly for three hours. You get away. Can't, they get away with it when they fucking other bitches and they ain't ready to fuck another one. We use that excuse like, yo, Thank I've you. been working. It works. But how long can you keep doing oh, that to your We're horny. Wife? We're horny people. Can I, can, can I break something down to both of y'all? Go for okay, it. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Men, men bodies, we are created to release. Mm-hmm. That's what our bodies are created to I do. I totally agree, Kev. We keep, are, so, keep spitting. You know, women, women, some women can go a while without having sex because they don't have to release as much. We have to release. So a man is 20 times going to be more horny than a woman anyway, because that's how our bodies are. Like women, everything is emotional with them. Everything with us is physical. Like, you know, that's like, let's keep it real. And I, I don't want to use you because you know I'm you mad. Me. Please don't. All right, I'm not. I'm not. So that's like. All right, so, so, all right, so just look at your chick, right? So let's just say, let's say, let, 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 let's let's say you go, you and your chick together, you go knock off a joint on the side, right? Mm-hmm. Now when you knock the joint off, you don't really. It doesn't. Whoa, it's just a score. It's something to do. Something on the scoreboard. Well, now that's flipping on your girl. So your girl, she the type. Most women. I'm saying most. Most. Not all. Not all. Them, not all. <coughs> Excuse me. What they'll do is, okay, all right, 
they go have conversations with the nigga. They they conversate and they talking. They start liking the nigga. They start liking it. before he even hit before he even hit the box. Mm-hmm. They talking. Now she telling him the shit you don't do. I'm not even talking about yeah, sexually. No, you, 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 I'm not even talking about sexually. I'm talking yeah. about she said oh, emotionally. Right. Yeah, he don't listen. He's right. building the attachment. Right, right. So that you know what I mean? What meanwhile, he's he's on sponge time. He's soaking this shit up. Because he knows. He's soaking it up. He's, <laughs> he's listening. He's, he's, it's marinating for him. Right. He's, he's, he's soaking it up. So then, mind you, by the time he hit the box, bam. And you know what I mean? And if he's putting out good work to it, pause. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm strictly clitly, by the way. I'm strictly clitly. Understand? Yeah. I'm strictly clitly. But what I'm saying is, if he's putting out good work, now she is she all tied in from all angles because he, or she, he, he, he already listen, got ahead. He's he doing listen. everything you don't do. First, a whole chub, anyway. So you can say he's listening, right, right, right. you say he's listening, you are paying attention. He liking her photos, right, and all that type. All of he's exactly. doing is marinating. He's doing, his he's time. doing what you don't do, no, like no, the no, shit no, that she's no, complaining no, no, about. No. All she's doing is enjoying the reintroduction of that. No, she, no, this, this is what I'm saying. Go ahead, go ahead, this is what Kev. I'm trying to explain to you. Honestly, you said she enjoying the, re, re, the um, reintroduction. reintroduction, but this is the thing. You heard what Buffett said. You gotta get in her head before you get in her bed. That shit is true. Because my whole point of it is, he all these conversations he's having with her that you're not having, yeah. she, she's getting emotionally attached to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The facts. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So then when he's hitting it, if he, if, if he do what he's supposed to do, mm-hmm. it's a done deal. She's emotionally attached. Now, guess what? You can go fuck a bitch tomorrow if you got a girl. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know your situation. Yeah, no. but let's say if you got a main girl, you go fuck a bitch tomorrow. It don't mean nothing to you. It's like, ah, right, you know it's, that? It's something I to smashed do. The pussy was good. You get I up, wipe your dick on the curtain, you out. That that ain't. It's a wipe your dick on the curtain. That, you that out. ain't. That, that's not. Women are not like that. Most of them. Now, some no, of them. So, some of these women like they it, like niggas. Like they yo, savages. I'm gonna keep it, that nigga and kept it moving. I'm gonna give care. you a percentile. Forty-five percent of the women are savages like that. It, you could have a great Instagram page. You could either have a successful lifestyle. There are girls that will give dudes the box because they're like, I like the way he danced on Instagram. It's a, it's a real but wide... Let, but let's talk about how these same girls that we talking about with the box and all that can take you off of your one and fuck your money up. It's, yes. How right, about so, that? Right, yeah, so on a business down. level. Right, so how about that? that? So because, that because, because we do get caught up like... Like you saying dude, we? I do. We. I'm, I'm speaking for I, the more. I'm speaking okay, for the more majority, especially in this. When business. I was younger in this business, before I was married, I had a whole other life before I was married. Okay. And part of the game was if we in this business and we doing what we doing, if you don't have a lot of bitches, you trash. Mm-hmm. So we was maintaining a whole lot of bitches and having to work at the same time, traveling with some bitches, baby mom is your bitches, your other main girl, you're doing all of this stuff. So while we running around doing all, 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 all the rest of these things, to me, in, in my mind, although I made a lot of money, I should have been further than I got. And I feel like fucking with all of these singing girls, these famous women and all that shit, and somehow, some shape, form, or fashion took me off my one even when I didn't realize it was taking me looking at you like, uh-uh, ass. So, that record is true. Okay. R. Kelly, the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so, but, but let's take it a step further. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a real nigga question. Go ahead, bro. All right, you got eight bitches on deck. Mm-hmm. I... 
I, I had twenty. Okay, I had okay, to have twenty. Okay, or okay, I felt like I okay, was okay, I, okay. I, I don't, I don't want to disrespect state you. State to state, yeah, you please. know, you're saying, 20. Kev, you know, <laughs> stay with the orders. I got you. Okay, I get it. All right, so you got you you got twenty joints on deck. I'm gonna ask you a real nigga question: Is you hitting all twenty with condoms? Don't lie. Cause niggas be lying. No, 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 no. Niggas be lying. Listen, I hit them all with condoms. My sister yeah. got AIDS from the nigga she married, and oh, I was seventeen shit. years old oh, when shit. my sister got. She lived for nineteen years with that shit. You oh, know what I'm saying? God, man. I'm so I had a different. Nah, it, it's cool. Like I, I'm passing. It's all over all, 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 all the relationship stuff that I've done because of that. That's why I've always had. Let, let me correct myself. I have not always had sex with Carl. I'm not a perfect man. No, 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 no. But, but your but, ratio but, is. But, but my yeah. ratio, like, if I've had sex with 4,000 women, 3,988 of them was with a condom. Okay, on. okay. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of niggas be lying. Oh, no, niggas stay lying about a that. A lot of niggas be lying. Like, they'll say, like, yo, um, I, I smashed this short, and, and, and especially the ones if you smash, let's say you got this side joint, you've been with her for like a year and a half. Is it some point, does that condom come off? At some point, yeah. Let's have yes. a real nigga conversation. Yes, hold up. You've been knocking this joint down. She your side bitch. You've been knocking her down for a year and a half. The condom's coming off. It's okay. coming off. Yo, yo. Oh, no, no, it's no, no, listen, the, the condom is coming no. off. I've been privileged enough in my life, like, we, we talk about, my wife knows this, so I can say this. Most of the women that I've met, I fucked them in the first or second day that I was around them. So there was no attraction, there was no opportunity to take the condom. This bro. nigga here is Wesley Snipes. He bringing dark skin niggas back. <laughs> this nigga yo, right bro. Bro, man, yo, my track record. If yo, as much shit as I talk online, there's somebody that would have came out and said he's capping. You know, so I've been doing it for three and a half years. That's just what it's been. So, but, but, I've had a life before my wife. Yes, I have. Exactly. I have fucked with girls for a, an extended period of time, and yes, that's why I said I'm not perfect. The condom has come off, and what I can do say is that raw pussy does something different to your mind. Oh yeah. It does something different to the women, but it does something different to the men. So wait, you are more attached to that good raw wait, pussy. It's wait, dangerous, so, so, bro. So you was in love. Love. That raw pussy got you in love. Love. L-U-H. L-U-H. Yes. Love. 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 The nigga was in love. Was it love or love? It was love. It was both. It was both. It was love. It was love with heart. It was heart. It was love. Wait. Now, did you get emotionally attached? Yes. That's standard. Yeah. Every man has been yeah, emotionally attached man, you, to, to a joint. Nigga, hold on, hold on. Me and you, nigga, if somebody is braining you up crazy, if you don't even touch her pussy except for popping it while she's sucking your dick, you're emotionally attached to that, yeah. son. That's how we roll. Okay, so wait. You're emotionally attached. You, you raw diggy. It's going down. Here you go. Raw diggy. Okay, so Kevin's here you go. Ill. Here you go. All right, so she know... You know, you out here, and another nigga's on a jack, pulling up to the crib. 
Where you at with it? What you doing? You get you get mad? What comes with the game? It comes with the game. Yo, bro, bro, bro. It comes with the game. I've been a player pimp in this game for too long. Ain't no getting mad over that. It's one female that ever made me come out of my character, and her name is Kimberly. That's known. After Kimberly, before Kimberly, I wasn't coming out of my box. I wasn't coming crazy. But for some reason, with that one in my stage of my life, and my frontal lobe was developed at that time, but it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. matter. That shit was talking to me crazy in my ear, <laughs> son. I couldn't take it, bro. I was good. What he's saying is the pussy was like, yo, yeah, it was talking. Wait, it was talking dumb to me in my ear, my nigga. So you had the pussy phone, like I didn't got the money phone. Whatever phone it was, bro. She, yo, everybody got that one that had you. Everybody got that. That was out of character, my nigga. So. Let's, that let's, was out of you character, know You know my what? Nigga. And, and I'm gonna let's, keep. I'm gonna keep. Let's, this let's, it's yeah. always one. It's always one. Uh, it's always one. It's always one. Kev, what's up? New York is considered a hip hop hub. It is a mecca. It's a mecca. Yes, Atlanta, L.A. Yes. You know, when you think of these towns, it stretches across all the nations. Do mm-hmm. you feel, with all the work you've done with Philly, that it spreads outside of Philly? Does it look like a hip hop hub to your perspective? Um, I think it has its moments. Yeah. I think um, we've had, it's been times that Philadelphia was looked at like, yo, you got to go sign an artist from Philly. And then it's times mm-hmm. that it looks at like people like, uh, some of the music may not grow outside of Philly. Yeah. Outside of Philly, some music has. Now, when you speak of New York and Philly, let's get into a real conversation. Go for it, yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure both of you guys, you know, mm. it. At one point of time, um, it was hard for Philadelphia artists to get played outside of Philadelphia, even in New York, even in D.C. But that's what a lot of artists from other states and um, so forth and so on. So it, I think, and to be honest, which matter, I don't think I know. I don't think Philly got the light, light, light. Now, some people say, well, Philly got the light when Jazzy Jefferson was out. No. I think Philly got the light, light, light when Jay-Z mm-hmm. brought Fiends out. Yeah. Because we had a lot of crews and a lot of people that were doing it in Philly before that. And I'm, now I'm going back to the Jazzy Jeff era, but only Jazzy Jeff was accepted. Now, of course, you would get your cool C's, your three-time dopes, and those artists getting played somewhat in, in New York or in clubs or whatever. But... For it's like the embracement, I don't feel like we got that embracement until Jay-Z said, look, let's stand next to this guy, Beanie Seagull. This is the guy. He's hot. That's when I felt like Philly broke in because you, you had um, Beans, you had Eve, young, yeah. you had State Property, State you had Pro- Major Figures. You like you had Most Wanted. It started becoming the f- to be a floodgates. Yeah, yeah, it started then. But before that... There were other crews that were out before that. And do you think the roots get their credit? No, they don't. No, they do not. But I'm gonna make a I'm gonna jump in real quick. Yeah. No, nah, go ahead. I, 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 Cause I, I, I want your, you know. I got a philosophy. The production company changed the music business for the hip hop, for the rapper. Because the production mm. company is how you get the streets. The regular record company ain't signing the streets. When you got when you got the production company, which which people are gonna be mad at me, I'm gonna say Rockefeller is a production company. 
I'm gonna more say, so than a record label? I'm going to say Murder, Inc. Yes. I'm going to say okay. Murder, Inc. was a production company. You get label imprints because of what you've done because mm-hmm. you make success, right? Okay. But I'm going to say these are, in essence, production companies because these are people that were also signing people from the streets. When you get a production company right now, that's how you get a Lola Brooke. You're not getting a Lola Brooke signing straight to the label. You get a Lola Brooke because you got Sav and these other people and they work in the record independently, whether people don't know, whether they're using their resources because they're with the label to sign you to the label, the production company keys on their artists because that's how they're going to make the money, period. The record label can write you off. But when you sign into a bad boy at that time, when bad boy was thriving, when they put out Big, when they put out Craig Mack, when they put out Total, Puffy was trying to win. The label don't got to win. The label could win with you, Lose with Kev, write Kev off. Lose with me, write me off. Break and still, even. And still be more than break even. Mm. They good. Mm. But when you, when you introduce the production company, which they categorize them as labels, you got No Limit. Look at Master P. He bought himself. So the Shaka, see Murder, Mia X. That's how you get the streets. Look at Yo Gotti. If it wasn't for Yo Gotti, Glorilla wouldn't be who, who she is. But they got somebody in Memphis that understands the music business. So he can sign those people because Glorilla is on record saying she went to labels, but they couldn't see nothing past yeah. fuck nigga free. Whatever. We, you know y'all, what was at a, y'all was they both under, at a label meeting and, and they, they didn't were having know, a hard time. We, we was like, at a label meeting and they didn't even know that Glorilla was that chick down yeah. south. They were so, confused. So why would you go, you can't go to label the production company slash label is what bought us all I up. Mean, we started making The reason money. why I got to ask Kev this question, okay? Uh-huh. Kev is a legend, not only in Philly, but in hip hop. His name has spread beyond. Appreciate that. Huh? Is that yeah, that's yeah. just a fact what that, it is. That, Even facts. before the internet, your name had spread across a lot of markets, which right. is tougher to Appreciate do. That. Philly has always been known as the home of the spitters. Yes. Nobody will ever take away from the work they do as bars. They probably get a lot more credit for what they do in battle rap. So when I seen what Jay did, and I'm sitting there like, Philly is a mecca. Uzi comes from there. Drama comes from there. Meek Mill but comes from Philly there. Philly drama with Atlanta. So now, a lot of people but when you think about it, Uzi people, was from Philly, nigga. I didn't even know Uzi was from Philly. Think about it now. Long. All the big dudes, for a long time, people nope. tend to forget they're from Philly. He's hot now, but before I'm saying, think I'm about wrong. that. Do people associate Uzi with Philly? Maybe I'm being ignorant, Kev. Or is he too big for the town? Drama, people look at him more as an Atlanta, Atlanta guy. dude. And there's nothing wrong with that. But he Is it Don Philly. Cannon from Philly too? Is it, yeah. yeah. Don Cannon, we look at Don Cannon as an Atlanta dude. But you dude. know what? They never gave up on Philly though. No, you, they, you, you no, know they with Philly. No, they are champions Champion. of Philly. But outside of this, we look at them as like Atlanta so, dudes. So I, this well, matters. You, Go on, well, Kev. Because you, you, you forfeit all well, of this. Well, well you, you, look, you look at them as Atlanta dudes because their machine popped off in Atlanta. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why you're looking at them from that lens. Um, I, for as what you just said, I mean, as, as a hub, it's a hub, but... It yeah, should be... It like, should be It should, it be, should a lot be a bigger. stop. Yeah. But who from here started a label and made it big? That's the uh, key. So, all right. So, oh, okay, that's wait, a, wait, wait. Okay, so Kev would know. So, yeah, so, no, so, so if, you, if you go back, if you go back in time, okay. the, one of the first biggest labels that was here, we, I'm talking about we going back when you you might not have been born or not. Mm-hmm. You got Philadelphia International Records. That's 
R&B and soul music, right? Mm -hmm. So let's go into hip hop. Um, was not uh, pop art. Pop art was another label, but for what you would know, um, it's Lawrence Goodman. What is the name of his label? He, he had Steady B. He had um, Cool C. He Can had, I say that? The, go the, ahead. the biggest execs for me, and I, I could be wrong, is Troy Carter from Philly? Yes, he is. Okay, Troy Carter and Jay Irvin Jr. Right. That's who I look at as saying, when they had their movement of Philly, they was managing mm. Philly rappers. Right. They was representing, to me, they was representatives of they Philadelphia. Right. Now, if Lady Gaga would have been from Philly and they would have had Lady Gaga, then we, we would be talking about something different. Exactly. Totally different it, conversation. It, it wouldn't matter if they did hip-hop or what. There would be a hub of a label. That's what I'm saying about Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti it rapped for years. Now, he got Moneybag Yo. He got Glorilla. He got even Black Youngster had had had, had splash for a little while. Mm -hmm. Then he then Yo Gotti will still put records out. Now you got a, a, a Memphis movement, right? You feel what I'm saying? Right. Once Beans Beans was the closest because Beans did do state property. Right. Beans did state property, and so Gilly did try crack. to do major figures, major figures but right. Gilly didn't get his shot. But but here's right. my thing: the always the knock on Philly is it's so fractured. It was always hard to unify. That's been the knock on Philly outside of Philly. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. You know? No, 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 no. Yeah. That, no, no. I think, and th this is real rap. The competition is so steep in Philly that. Quality competition, too. Yeah, man. and nobody. Like, I'm not even going to get into any names. This was no. like maybe. This, yeah. We talking like two years ago, three years ago, there was somebody that was popping. And I said, hey, why don't you do this song with this person? And they're like, well, why would I do that? Y'all both popping. Well, I might, that person might get more. They might get, they need my following. It's like, uh, put all that in the back, bro. Pause. Like, leave all that alone. Just it's all about running for the city. So it's a lot of times that comes in to play, like me. I don't. If any other DJ, I don't really worry about any other. I just do what I do. I'm not concerned with what the next guy's doing. I just do what I'm doing and try to be as good as I can be. But sometimes people don't look at that. So I'm just saying, yeah, you're right. A lot of times we don't really come together. Now, I will say this. At one time, the city did come together. At one time, when Beans, when before state property, when Beans was moving, when uh, Major Figures was moving, when E was moving, everybody was united. And Roots was still shaking out here. The Roots were still shaking. So everybody was united. Um, when, you know, when the business kind of came into play, it was a little bit of separation. Like the bottom line is, Gil Major Figures was supposed to sign a Rockefeller. They didn't sign. Um, boom, Beans created state property. So it was a little animosity there. Which I could see how I could see it was a little animosity outside of Philly. We wouldn't even know that because if I see how that would be animosity if that was a crew that was going to be bring up bought in the Rockefeller and it wasn't bought in. Now, now I create my own crew that's in Philly too, and it wasn't created prior. I could see how, and I'm not speaking on Beans business or Gilly or business, right? But I'm just saying I could see how. Somebody like a major figures would look at that and be like, "You didn't even have a crew, and we were supposed to sign with the same label. Now you created a crew, right. and they're from Philly." So what? yeah, it, <laughs> it was you know, and, and and 
I just want to be on the record. It wasn't that major figures were signing two beans to you know, no, they were just right. gonna sign the rock. They were gonna sign the rock, and then um, People, but we didn't know the bit. Not, not to cut you off, we all young at the time. You a veteran still right. at, at this time, right? But we all young at the time, right? I didn't know, and I'm a businessman. I wouldn't have known or understood the total business side of that. So coming back home to Philly, if I'm just people looking, I'm looking like, how was we going to sign with them and it didn't happen, now they create that. They don't even know. Maybe the deal just wasn't right for Dane. I'm a, the deal, and then we got to create something No, else. the Go deal on. wasn't right for both sides. Got you. So either side agreed upon the deal. So boom. We got to do something Right, now. we doing something. So then- We got to do something else. It comes state property. Um, and you know, it was a little animosity there. I mean, I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was like they really was beefing, but there was a little animosity there. And then, um, then it, you know, later down the line, that came out. You know, I mean, they mm. was they was beefing, but it, I think the problem is at one point. I think the most united time that Philly had is when Beans came out, Major Figures was out, and yet yet um, Eve, you had Most Wanted. It was a lot of crews yeah. that they, they was all doing stuff together. That's the last time I seen that. Now you got what, now. What, okay, I'm sorry. You got now, I, I got to put this out there. Like now you got the Philly Goats. Philly Goats is, um, you, you got um, Too Rare, you got D Sturdy, you got um, um, D Frem Sloan. You got these younger cats that they do music together. And I think they're still united, but the the unity that was going on when Beans and um, uh, Beans and Major Figures and it, it was just different. It was just they was in each other's it sessions. Was a it was hip, different. It was, it was different. a bigger hip hop movement. You got Beans signed to Rockefeller, signed to Jay Z. And how Beans after came Biggie in too? was dead, and Beans came on so like a like we Beans, Beans was a hurricane. Mm -hmm. He came out of nowhere. Once he dropped his freestyles, once he dropped his song, we was all like, who is this nigga? People was lying about knowing him. And then the beats Niggas was telling me he was light-skinned. Yeah, no. <laughs> now y'all what I'm saying. Niggas was lying about no. I'm, it's, it's what I'm Think saying. Think about the first song that, that introduced him. But Beans don't get enough credit. Beans was some real shit. Beans was a phenomenon. Yeah, right. I agree. Niggas don't even understand that. Right. See, shit didn't change. Beanie Siegel was a fucking phenomenon. That wasn't supposed he to happen. He was one of the original beasts of rhyming. This is right. what niggas don't yeah. understand. See, niggas wasn't there to see how niggas was rhyming. Niggas had to have a trillion rhymes just to get on before you could even make a single, nigga. Mm. Niggas had to endorse you. Kev had to be like, yo, beast. Jay-Z had to be like, I seen them beasts. I got to have them. Niggas was running around. Why? Because he was spitting rhymes that niggas wasn't doing. He was an original beast. Where are yeah. you coming up with this shit from? Everything worked. The way How are you rhyming his delivery, song? the tone of his voice, the aggression, with the beat, even all the beats he was on. And, and in his subject matter, I late got, night, club night, Macca track, dice. Yo, yo, you got to be in the club to understand listen, that. Hold up. Listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. Ooh. And I'm gonna put this on the record. Yeah. I'm looking at this camera. Before Beanie Siegel, before major figures, before most wanted, nobody in Philly had Philly like those guys. You got the roots, 
Mm. But the Roots is a different type a vibe. Of, yeah, it's different a different energy. Yeah. These niggas so, was the streets, like, these, nigga. Like, like yo, like, you want yo niggas you was from Philly. What was it like? What was the town like? What what like, was the, the listen, bro? So, these I, I was out here. Let was me electric. tell you, these like man. I'm the pride. I gotta like, talk about that, major figures for a minute. Yeah, let's yeah. Major figures. I'm talking about. They was doing arenas and. And and clubs and fucking skate selling them shits out, not signed at all. I'm talking about mm. three thousand motherfuckers coming in this month. Like it was crazy. I had never seen no shit like it. Now mind you, Gilly came out first before Major Figures, but he was a part of Major Figures. So they were how I even got connected with the whole camp was what they did was they was um I'm relaxed right now by the way. Uh, we saw we relaxed. So what they did was. They uh, did this 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 party, and um, I thought it was just Gil, so I came to the joint, and that's when I seen the rest of them. And people in there, it was like about fifteen hundred people in, there, and they knew every word. I, it's got mind you, it's like seven people in major figures, and they knew every word, and it was just a different vibe. Like we Philly never seen nothing like that, and it used to be like you would catch beans in a studio session with them and catch them over a bean session or they was hanging out. But then they had out. beef at first? No, no, no. No, that came... Later. No, let me try and tell you where the beef came. The beef came from the state property shit. Gotcha. Like, meaning... Not saying it, not saying that state property caused that beef, No, I know what you're saying. But, just a situation right, the situation of people came, not understanding right, not and, what's you know, going this on and the third, assuming. Right, and then, you know, they were, you got state property that they dropped, you know, you got young Chris and he dropping big records and, you know, um, No Better Love, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Mm -hmm. While, you know, major, my major figures, they were- That Can't Stop, Won't Stop was crazy. Jesus. Shout Forget to, about Can't Stop. Shout out to Six Figure Digger. Yo, yo. yo, yo, listen. Forget about it. Can't yeah. stop, won't stop. It's still people don't even drop it in, inside the clubs no more. I, and I don't even understand it. But anytime anybody plays it and you hear it, Shit's it's like that moment that I say it's monster. euphoria. That's yeah. that. That's what I call things of when 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 we was when it was back then and it was shit going on and we and and you coming in the club and beans is showing up and major figures is showing up and it's going up and it's peace and niggas is leaving the club like everybody got pussy everybody got money right. that was a euphoric moment exactly puffy puffy puff daddy is the specialist at giving you euphoric moments that you'll never forget in your for sure. life for sure any time any monumental time I ever spent and puffy was girls flying from the shit liquor is free girls is in abundance this is what was going on in the music business and right. it was a secret society at that time so when you had people like beans and them joining up if somebody like kev i, I could just see it's like yo our, our city is on, on is on is on a whole nother oh uh, we was on a different planet back then like you know and then i think one of those years we had all-star here it was just it was oh, crazy yeah. bro oh, oh hey Nigga, oh, and you had I A. We had A. I. We had Ice. And and yo, so, yo, oh wow! I did a party with him. I did a party with him. It was called a Dub Spot or something like that. We was giving out flyers with condoms and all that. It was crazy. Mm. What was it? The club yes. like DJing when it would be Bro, beans? You know what? AI major. What was that? They like? come in the club, my nigga. Like nothing's moving. Every everything stops. 
Even the bartenders is stopping. Everything is mm. stopped. Pure pandemonium. Like, like the VIP sections was crazy. And this is, I don't know if y'all noticed, back then, Philly, we used to have like 12 clubs down Delaware Avenue. Like, it used to be crazy. Like, you had Gotham, you had um, Bahama Breeze, and they would come through the clubs, like, and you know what I mean, nothing but, you, like, you see nothing but, you know what I mean, the wheels, the, the wheels, the chicks, the bar, everything was just popping, was just different. The energy was different because it was money in the city. Mm -hmm. Everybody spending money, mm -hmm. women coming out. It was, it, it, you know what I mean, it was fun. And it's like, it's, I hate to say it, we don't have a club scene like that like it used to be. Nobody does. Nobody no, does. New York don't got it like really? that. No, no town they, does. They, 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 they took the clubs from the black it's, people. It's really strip what clubs and lounges. What happened to the tunnel? Yo, they, they took the Violence. clubs. From, they took the clubs from the black people. Everybody got to go to the strip club now. Or lounges. That's the and, only and other that, thing I've yo, seen. Yo, black people, we, we invented this whole table service shit. They did a whole thing about this in fucking New York. That black people invented the table service because white people go buy bottles, go get drinks, go do whatever, and the party is electric. But black people, you got to have a table. You got to you know, stand on top of the table. You have to show you off your wealth. You, you got to do all this shit. Once party, remember, niggas used to party. Remember, yo, there was niggas that was partying. The most thug niggas. I'm not saying they was dancing like, like fucking Michael Jackson. Right, right, right. But right. niggas was hum humping girls on the, on the right. floor. Niggas was on the dance floor, right. dog. Niggas don't dance no more. No. Dancing is dead. You dancing, you a cornball. Dog, right. when I was in the strip club, it was me, you, and Ghost. And a girl just started bouncing up on me. Everybody just looked like, you can do this? And I'm like, this is normal practice. Throw the money. The girl was going so crazy on me in the club that she was knocking me backwards. I'm like, yo, calm down. I got to get more sturdy yeah, for the strip yeah, club yeah. now? What the fuck? Yeah, the, everybody, been, everybody was looking at us. And I'm like, what are no you looking at? It's no money, though. Yo, bro, 175,000 jobs a month is being lost in the year 2023. I said this to you on the phone. You know what's serious when a young girl like Coyla Ray is coming on saying, ladies, stop asking these men for Birkin bags when people are losing $175,000. $175,000. Facts. 175,000 jobs, pardon me, a month. That's hey. serious. It's, it's no money. That's why we're fortunate to still be doing what we're doing. Exactly. To be able to make the money and shine and live good. And I always tell people this, and people are trying to come in this game and, and they think that it's easy and simple. They look at people like Cosmic Kevin, and, and I want to know, what does it take to be on top for 30 years on one radio station and you booted? Not only have you been there for 30 years, you shined for 30 years, you broke records, and you ran other radio stations out of the market that tried to I didn't start say that. I didn't say that he said it. I've heard that from record. I didn't labels. say it wasn't true, but I didn't say that. But I've he heard said that it. from record labels. You, you, yo, Kev is so strong that even when they try to start a new station, they can't. What's the business behind that? The business. How behind, does that happen? The, the business behind it is this: you gotta always be willing to change. And Heineken, like, mm. for example, okay, I'm pretty sure today you got on your hoodie. But tomorrow you're not gonna have on the same hoodie. You gonna have on something different, a, a more fresh, a different. Not saying you're putting fresh, mm -hmm. but a, a, a different yeah, hoodie, a different yeah. hat. You find, you gotta be willing to change. Like if you're not willing to change, and stay up with the times, it's it's not you're not gonna last in this game. So I had somebody come up to me from like 20 years ago or 30 years ago, and I'm like, yo, why you ain't playing 
the such and such record, whatever that record was, was hot back then. Why are you not playing that? Bro, if you 30 years past, you're not even listening to that station. Not on Pine 89. If you want to listen to something a little different that was 30 years back, you want to go to another station or you want to put in your iPod or you want to go to your Spotify, whatever you want to do. But you have to adjust to change. And that's the secret, to be honest with you. That's the secret of longevity. Adjust to change. Just like, okay, bottom line, S, you ain't coming in the crib or you ain't coming in with the super, you ain't coming in with no Carl Knives on. You ain't coming in with no, <laughs> you ain't coming in. Yeah, not, nah. right, you, Bring you, back Carl Knives. Like, no, I, no, no, he's no, showing no. my age. He's showing my age a little no, bit. No, 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 no. Indirectly, he's killing me. He's killing me indirectly. Don't stop, don't stop. No, I'm not saying that. No, I'm just, I'm using, I mean, shout out to Carl. I'm just saying, I'm meaning that. I know what you're saying. The Carl from back to, you know, shout out to Carl. I don't want you coming, you know what I mean, throwing shots at me. I'm just saying, or or, I, or maybe I say baggy jeans, or um, I I'm just back. talking shit. I understand what you're saying. I'm yeah. coming. I'm coming current. I'm an older man, right, but, you but come, I'm coming. Right. I got. I, I'm you know what you're doing? Right, right. You know I'm what you're fitted, doing? I'm fresh. Right. You know what you're doing? What? Not being stuck in your era, like yeah. you right. said. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That it's like. Don't get me wrong. I I love my era. Of I, course. Yeah. I love I love the era, but you still gotta be able to change with the times, and you still gotta. Relate to what's going on. You follow mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's how I was able to do that. Also, you gotta touch the streets. Like, if you ever listen to me at night, I'll play the hits, but I'm gonna play some street shit. I can't, there's no way. And I'm 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 gonna give you a story. I remember when I was trying to get in the building, and um the PD there, he was like, cause hot, you know, which you may not even know this, you know, if y'all you don't mind. I was heavy in the mixtape game in Philly. Heavy. Mm-hmm. No, no, like, I do know. I, I was about to get to that, but yeah, we was going to tell you. Right, but anyway, and I, and, and we're going to go to there, but mm-hmm. the thing of it was, my PD was like, listen, um, you want to do primetime, you want to do primetime, you're going to have to play some of these hits. I know you're the quote unquote street mixtape dude, but you got to play some of these hits. So, I mean, what I did was I incorporated both. You got to be able to do that because. My thing of it is radio in the streets is totally different, but you got to embrace the streets. That's going to keep you around. That's the problem with a lot of artists. Like you can get an artist with one record that's a quote unquote, oh, they streaming like crazy, but is you got artists like DMX that people love him for a lifetime, rest in peace, because the streets could touch him. They could relate to him. It wasn't, it wasn't a gimmick. That's who that guy was. You see what I'm saying? It's certain people... That's what they, who they are, who they are. But I'm just saying, for me, you have to, to for longevity, you got to adapt to change and you got to touch some streets. If you're not doing, and also listen to other people sometimes, because, and I'll say, I always listen to women, bro. Like, women drive the needle. You know what I'm In saying? In regards to what? I, I, I listen to the young kids. Well, I mean that too. Yeah, but women drive the needle to what? Women's Music choice or other. I would say music choice, because most women, if they like the song, women they'll 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 buy or they'll stream that record. You know, most of us we ain't doing that. You see, what I'm saying, like, am I wrong? Me? No, they gonna buy streaming. 
You see what I'm saying? They gonna buy it. Once we ain't doing, we trying to leg it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like back in the day. Like we hear it, we'll turn it, oh, oh, chicks like this, I'm, I'm gonna play this shit. I get it now, right. type of thing. Exactly. So but it ain't it ain't the same for us as it as it used to be because it's not accessible like it once was. Like you go buy your CD, you pop it inside the car, you vibing out to your mm -hmm. dude. It's like it's it's like what you tell me about YouTube, huh? Most men log on to YouTube. It's not a woman's thing for some mm -hmm. reason. But some women do it. Some women do it. Some you, women do you, it. you said what goes? There's a section in YouTube that's women. You bet, but the men watching what they're watching. But what we they're talking about? Okay, okay, man, they, they, they watching. They watching where they can get the new weeds from, my nigga. There you go. That's what they watching. That's who's on the show. Eight at the table. They Yeah, but that's a, women, Yeah, but but what you're taking is a, a hold on, hold on. I do get my women following from eight at the table. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. listen to that. That's like saying, all right, you got a cheesesteak spot. Exactly. Where all the women go to, but overall, 80% of the people that are eating cheesesteaks oh, no. are men. Man, I they got said, you. Come on, ghost. The majority yeah, I, of I, people I, that's watching this no, is men. There's a woman that goes to Walmart and there's a woman that goes to Target. There's ghost. different types of women, though. Ghost. There's are you, women in Walmart, ghost. but the women in Even YouTube has said it itself. 70% of the people that's clicking is men. This is what it is. No, overall, seventy percent is men. Listen, I got, I got a question for Kev though. Like, okay, off this topic. Yeah. Sure. What about the movement when y'all had Jill Scott, The Roots, Vivian Green? Ooh, ooh, what you know about that? I know about Viv. That neo soul, my nigga. Shout out to Viv. Viv, my people. Viv, Viv worked with me and Rockwell. Shout out to Vivian. So I'm just saying, on that music soul child. Music soul child. Y'all had a whole, y'all had a hip hop wave. Then y'all had a big neo soul wave. What's up? How the neo soul wave, like niggas still like good music? Where'd that go? You know what though? I feel like. A lot of people now feel like if you listen to Neo Soul, you, you're a corny nigga. Hmm. I got all that shit in my car, but I'm just telling you what they'll say. I know you heard, oh man, that's some old nigga shit. Yeah, heard? I've heard that. And it's what I'm not saying. What does it have to do with good music? You know what I'm saying? But I, me personally, I feel like Neo Soul has never has never left. But people have a problem with identifying with it now because they feel like if you listen to Neo Soul, you old or is it because the labels saw Neo Soul as something new that they could capitalize on and they put money behind the Neo Soul artists and then they stopped? Could that be it? Because if, because because it's like anything. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. They said rhythm and blues was dead until the white boy from Europe did it. What's his name? Come on, we know his name, the white boy from Europe. Come Ooh. on, with the gold, with the dirty blonde hair. Ooh. Stop it. And he was doing the soul music. Come on, what's his name? That's bad. The white boy from Europe. Yeah, who's talking about? Who's talking yeah, about? I know you talking about. Come on, y'all, stop. That's why R&B is dead. We don't know. Y'all know him. He was the white boy that they was like, Rhythm and Blues was dead, and they let him start doing it, and he got Guess he what, had so a, He had a big head. Dead. But you know, I was going to say. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Wait, hold up, hold up. There you go. Ed Sheeran. They said R&B was dead, I don't, but you know what? And they wasn't investing. They gave it to a white hold boy. Hold 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 I don't even really consider Ed Sherman as R&B. Yeah, I don't either. What you consider him? I don't. Cause I don't consider him R&B. He's singing R&B I mean, music. He's just, no, no, he's, he's not, a white boy singing R&B music, bro. bro. White boy sing R&B music is Robin Thicke. That's a white boy singing yeah. R&B music. Or John B. Or, or John B. Or motherfucker. Even Justin. And I, I gotta say Justin Timberlake. 
And I you think that's weird. That's a white boy singing on the Justin Timberlake in my car. That's not weird. Who's more who's more? I'm not dissing that Sherry. No, listen. I'm just saying I don't place him as that. No, so is Justin Timberlake more RB than Ed Sheeran? Definitely. Yeah. Or just make Justin sure. Timberlake yeah. had had Timberland producing this whole album. What yep. are we talking about? He's a hip hop legend, a music Yo. legend. Yes. Yo, how many how many black how many black oh, chicks you think? Endless. Hit? You said what? How many, yeah, what? How, many, how many black chicks you think Justin Timberlake hit? A lot of a lot of a lot of them, right? Especially the light brown famous hit ones. hit some in London over there. I think he hit some. I think Ed Sheeran hit some in London. Ed Sheeran, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you credit, bro. You said no, they said hip hop. Oh, yo, let me tell you. Let me tell you the philosophy, right? And, right. and you correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, okay, cool. They said hip hop music was dead. Okay. When? Who said that? What? When Katy Perry had the big record with Snoop Dogg. Remember that record? They said it's dead now. Yo, they said hip hop. They said hip hop music was dead. You know why? Because they put their narrative out, so they don't have to invest into hip hop people. Hip hop music was not dead. When it was dead, they was using every hip hop rapper to break pop records. Nobody and believed hip hop was dead. And after they did that shit with Snoop, bro, I'm telling you, I've been at the label. No, after Snoop that's, did, that's true. That's Yo, true. Heineken, after that's Snoop true. Did that after Heineken, Snoop, that's true. Yo, they thought hip hop was dead after Snoop. They was yo, bro, bro. The year they said it was dead. Snoop was on records with Katy Perry. Every pop record had a hip hop nigga on it. Exactly. That's why you started singing hip hop again. Cause they was lying. They wasn't trying to invest exactly. in the hip hop niggas at all, bro. Exactly. I'm telling you. Then when Snoop popped that shit off with Katy Perry, what was it, California uh, Girls or some mm. crazy shit like that? They was like, oh, I'm telling you. They was like, oh, hip hop is not dead. Let me tell you. Hip hop is selling everybody's uh, records. Let bro. me tell you. Even when Nas did the hip hop is dead thing, nobody even. It was like, what are you talking about, Nas? You you're living in New York City. He, yo. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you in the music. No, this when man, he was saying that, I was man, out of New York yo, when he bro. this is the part where niggas got to cease. This man is a musical legend on bro, radio. Listen, I'm telling you. <laughs> they were saying it was dead, bro. Niggas, niggas were saying hip hop was done. Who was saying this? Everybody. Everybody. The, everybody. Like, they're saying that shit damn man now. You think hip hop is dead now? I don't think it's dead. I don't dead. think it, but they're saying, saying it. That, wait, whether you know it or not, they're saying Afro Beast is taking the place of hip hop. No. I'm, I'm telling you what they're saying. But every moment, but, ghost, but ghost, you said it, they had a moment, but I'm Let me tell you, you, I'm just saying what they're saying. You know how I look at Afro? No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know why they would never have the potential? To me, I look at Afro beats the same way like reggae tone. I, 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 I'm not, the I'm rhythm not is similar yo, to the same? This nigga is not wrong. I argue with him about music. I argue with him about music, even coming down the road to Philly. He's arguing about music. This nigga's yeah. right. He's right on that. Reggae, so he's right. Yeah. Yo. But but every time, but every time mm. they have a new music, they, they try always, to they always try hip-hop? to make okay. it replace hip hop. Reggae tone, at the beat right. shit. Anything that let's, comes let's, along, they're gonna say, this is finally can, gonna replace hip hop. Can I ask you and Kev this? I know the answer. Is, okay. Why are they working so hard to replace hip hop? Because the number niggas got niggas get money, money. Niggas got too much power, and niggas start acting listen, crazy. Listen, listen. We listen. get too much money, listen. too much power. We, listen. we become listen. the moors of music. Listen. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, listen. He, he, he answered it. First of all, niggas run music. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about talent wise. I'm yes. not. Uh, 
They run me. Listen, I've heard about you, Kev. They like, you are a power broker. No, <laughs> I've heard that from the West Coast. That's true. Down South. He going to downplay it. And don't, in New York. Don't say it, Heineken, because he's going to be like, don't say that. Don't say that. But you know, you know why Greg, him and Greg Street let, is let the famous say, nigga saying, don't say it. But no, I, want, I want to get Kev to get up. The okay, reason why no, I said no, that, uh-huh. for him to be that power broker for so long, okay. it's a offensive to other establishments because he doesn't have to really answer to anybody. Not to say he don't got people that, but you know, on scale. Who the fuck is on seven days a week, nigga? You, exactly. Okay. Money-wise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, listen. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Yes. Bottom line. Right. They've always been trying to look. For, people thought hip-hop wasn't going to last this long from the beginning. Hmm. They thought it was a fad. All this shit is like. Even my dad, he was like, can you like <laughs> make a living off that? No, yeah, he's like, you know, can you just go be, because I wanted to be a lawyer and I never did. Interesting. It. I wanted to be a lawyer. So, you know, he's like, can you just like go and get yourself ready for college and do whatever you want to do? But my point of it is, the fact of the matter is, I'm not, this is not a racist statement. The fact that Afro American music, well, hip hop is a, you know, mm-hmm. all around the board music, but. The fact that it's heavily dominated from Afro-Americans, they have a problem with it. If it was more white people involved in it, it would be cool, but, but they're Guess not. Guess when it wasn't a but, problem, but listen, SO, when, when it was rock and roll. And man, oh no, it wasn't, it wasn't a problem when it, it was <laughs> but, rock and roll. It, t- when it was disco. But I'm gonna tell you, why they not making it a problem? To some extent, Eminem. Hmm. Is he Be- still prevalent, you think? Eminem's always gonna be. I'm, but I'm saying, so, so you think it because he's. I think. Yeah, I, he's I, always gonna be. He's, he's I, the number I, one. Right. I think. I, I think it, it. You know, when you got guys of that that stature, it, it makes it a lot more acceptable. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so we needed an Eminem. Yeah, we needed that. We definitely needed Eminem. You know what I mean? And that hmm. and Eminem, like, you can't take anything from Eminem because he's definitely he's he's yeah. talented. Like, you can't. Regardless if he's black, brown, or indifferent, he's white, Ill. he's, he's a still he's a rapper. He's a rapper. he's a rapper. Rappers like he he, he that, he's that. Dude. You put him in anywhere with these other great niggas, you like your M gonna hold his own. He good. He yeah. good in that arena. Sheesh. You put him in Nas, Rakim, Jay Z. You're not looking like what is M gonna do. You like oh L, yo, we, you waiting to see? You might you might say you might you waiting to see what like, he got. Let, to let me go. They like let me go first. <laughs> Let me go Let me go first. Let me go first. Let me go before M. Yeah, let me go. Let him go. All right, cool. Because M came crazy on on, on that Renegade with Jay-Z. I think M got the only verse ever on a Jay-Z record that niggas is questioning who's his better. Because Renegade was so crazy when you still listen to it to this day. Renegade also fueled Ether. Not fueled it like started, but I'm saying that vibe, that, that song... That you know, people like when Nas say, "Yo, and Eminem ate you up on your own shit." Mm-hmm. He's talking about a renegade. renegade. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. You know, so Kev, what up? Renegade was special. You talked about breaking records. Yes, but not in a radio way. Let's talk about breaking records via the mixtape. What is it? What did it take to do that back then? What was the enjoyment of that? Because you and Esso have a connectivity with this mixtape game that we got to explore. Let Come me on. explain to you about mixtapes, which, like, some people don't know that was, that was actually how I got into radio. Mm. I got into radio from mixtapes. I was doing, I started off doing mixtapes, but I was doing personalized mixtapes I would do. I would go to each person's house and write down the list of what they wanted. 
Like I would that I, that's the way I was the original I, playlist. And I gotta tell y'all a clue story. We gotta get to of that. course exclusive by the way. So I was riding around and I was getting right now people's list of what they wanted. Like let's say you said I wanted uh, cool scene right, beans right, whatever whatever right. right. So I write it down and I was making personal mixtapes, giving them each, each each person they take. So it got to a point, it, like it started really blowing, it started really- Was you charging? Yeah. Okay. I first started, I started charging, might have been like $5. Yeah. Like we're talking, uh, let me see what year, we're talking 80, 89? Mm. 89, 89 I started making mixtapes. So I, I come from an era and I've been DJing since 1978. So I come from an era, it's called a turntablist era. Like in Philly, you know, if you couldn't scratch, beat, juggle, none of that, like you was trash. Mm. So I come from that, that's what I come from. So yeah, so for me, it was like when I was doing my mixtapes, it was all about cutting and scratching and how long, you know, how fast she was and shit like that, because that's where I'm from. So I started making the mixtapes with a personalized list, putting it down and delivering the tapes and charging like $8. And then I started, um, I took it up to $10. So then um, I I started taking one tape and, and dubbing, and dubbing it and people was buying it. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to laugh it. at this. Mm -hmm. So when I got into that space, I started going into the stores. Now, mind you, I wasn't, I was this before I started going to stores, this was like hand-to-hand -hand shit. I wasn't, everything was out the car, dropping off. So I started, everybody like, yo, you need to put shit in the store. So you're gonna laugh at this, because this is your man. Long <laughs> this your man, you don't really talk about. So I started taking my tape to the stores and um this is when Clue was out. So, you know, now mind you, I come from a turntableist era where you it's all about the skill. So Clue tapes, I just started hearing them. I think this is like, if I'm correct, eh, this might be 94. Yeah, I about to say 94. 94, 94 95. Uh -huh. So mind you, so people are talking about Clue's tape, like, but I never listened to it. So the first time I heard the tape, I'm like, everybody's going crazy over this? Like, I can't remember what tape it was. But, you know, this tape was moving. So the one time I went to the store, so I would take, when I would go to the store, I would take like, I, let's say I would take, I don't know, maybe 80 tapes or 100 tapes or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you got all the different sections or whatever. So clue, clue, clue tapes, Here's this taste. It would be like Clue, Duwop, uh, Ron G, just a whole bunch of people. You had a, like, I think it might have been me and one other person that was doing mixtapes in Philly. It was really nobody really doing them like that, like that. So I'll go back to the store. Like a week later, I go back. So let's say if I took 80 tapes, I go back. It may be like 40 tapes there. You look on Clue section, yeah, it'd, be like, it'd be like fucking three tapes left. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like three tapes left. And this is in Philly. It's in, in Philly. Philly. <laughs> so you already know where I'm at. You already know. I'm, you know yo, I'm steaming. Like, nigga, you know I'm steaming. Like, yo, yo, like, yo, I'm steaming. Like, 
Well, I'm keep, this is a real fucking conversation. Shout out to Ernesto. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> so I'm I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yo, because I'm still at that time, I'm still in that mindset. Turntableist. There you go. I'm still in that and not understanding that things are changing. That gets back to what you asked earlier about staying, you know, relevant. relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's African guy, his name was Abdullah. Or Abdul, and you know, you know how to, you know Africans. They you know they bootleg kings, but he was still <laughs> buying my shit. So I ain't gonna lie, he bought my shit. So I think the third time I went in there, and it's a different, whole different tape. Mm-hmm. Another tape crew put out. So I'm in there. I'm mad as shit, like, cause I'm like, man, my fucking like, yo, what the fuck? So this nigga was like six, like six five, six six, big nigga. Talking about the African dude. Mm-hmm. So he said, come in, come in, come in the back of my store. So he like really brings me in the back of the store. I'm fucking tired of you complaining about fucking DJ Clue. I'm fucking tired of that shit. You know your fucking problem is? He was like, your problem is, he said, DJ Clue, he get the exclusive. People want to hear the exclusive. They want to hear the new shit. Okay, we know you can scratch and DJ, but people don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. They they want to hear the new shit. They you you got you got relationships with uh, all these artists. You know Beanie Siegel. You know um, the Roots. Yeah. You know the, like he breaking this shit down. I'm like you Damn. know these people. You can do this. Thing. Why are you fucking? And I'm I get in the car right, and it's me and my cousin. I get in the car. You pissed. We pause, so I don't piss. I'm like, what the fuck him? You know what he's talking about? But the whole time on the way home. Y'all paying the clue tape? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! This shit's all around you play this fucking clue Yo! Oh shit! Oh shit! He playing a fucking. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, no, no, listen. Uh, there was a few blue tapes that was one of was my favorites. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. So, yo, tell me, shout out to my man. Yeah, yo, shout out to fucking. If it wasn't food, for man. my man, real talk, I wouldn't yeah, be yeah, yeah. here. So, I'm sitting home. I'm riding home, and I get to the crib, and I really thought about what he said, mm. and I like, I said, damn, this motherfucker's right. right, and I'm like, why am I? Mad at this man, or not really mad. I'm mad at the situation because I didn't personally. He's just trying to sell his tape, right? He, but this, he didn't have to give you that info. No, though. but he this, fucked with him. But see, this, yeah. is, this is the thing. Regardless of what people say, fucking Clue changed the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like he literally came in and shifted the whole shit. Because my point is, like before him. You wasn't hearing exclusive shit or shit on nobody's shit. Like niggas shit was, was mad at him. Think about this, Biggie. Biggie made Clue big because Clue played his song on a mixtape and it was going crazy. And Clue was in this is this is real shit. Clue was in my girlfriend at the time's house. Shout mm-hmm. out to Keisha. Shout out to Dia, who owns Lobos now with LeBron. They were roommates. Okay. Dia went to Morgan State with me. Okay. Dia and Keisha was in the crib, and I'm in the crib with them, and they're telling me how I'm throwing parties, and they I need to come over there because Clue and Skane and um, Scarecrow was in their crib. Gotcha. I come over there. That same day is when Puffy 
calls Clue for the first time. I'm standing right there. Oh, so you was there because I heard about this story. Clue called. I'm standing right there with Clue in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Clue's with Skeen and Scarecrow, and Puffy calls Clue and says, yo, bro, I need you to come home because we need to talk about you dropping the record. The day before was when Clue, when Biggie was on Flex. Like, I'm looking for you, Clue. Straight like that. Oh, when shit. Puffy finally got Clue number, Clue was standing right in front of me in Baltimore, and we was coming down to talk business, and Clue was like, yo, bro, we got to go back to New York. Wait, was y'all, wait, was y'all scared? No, it wasn't y'all. I didn't even know Clue at the time. That was like, oh, okay. like, like we had known each other because I played basketball, and we had crossed paths. Was right? you nice? Was, was your bum? stop playing with me. Hold on, was you? Uh, no, hold we up. just was talking to Superstar well, uh, Jam. Oh, 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 no, I'm saying, was you nice? I played ball. I'm gonna tell him who. I'm who, saying. I'm gonna tell him wait, who. Wait, what's going on? Varsity. I'm gonna tell him what happened. Varsity. I'm gonna tell him who. I don't know. Yo, I'm listen. Know. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna go off topic and tell him who my starting five was as a kid. Shaheen Holloway, who was the coach of Seton Hall, McDonald's All American MVP over Kobe. All right. Skip to my Lou, Ray for Austin, who is world renowned, was in the backcourt. Forty Dwayne Woodward, who went to Boston College. Steiny, who was known as the best of all of us, that was high, that was from New York, guys. I shot out at Lomberg Academy, and Randy Parker, myself, was rounded out the top five of the starting backcourt. And I got caught stealing stuff with my friends at Five Star Basketball Camp and took all our scholarships away. Okay, that's why I got to okay. music. And you business. know what? He also played against a guy you know very well. Who? Who? Bubba Chucks when I was in college. Oh, I gotta do my research. Yeah. I got, I got, I got five star basketball trophies still in my mom's house and okay. everything. Okay, I mean you, you talking heavy. I did. I, I mean I, you know you you. you I know. did. I did. I did some you, things. You talking heavy? There, there's a guy named Gilly the Kid. I mean. Oh yeah. No, no. Listen. I mean, what's up? What we yo, going? Yo, Gilly. He taught me about Gilly. Yeah. Had posted a long time ago. I'm right. There's no podcasters that'll beat me. Back then, I was still playing ball. Okay, we talking I'm about right now though. I'm trying to, Yo, you give me three, four months wait, to wait, work on my game. Wait, she need give me three, give me, yo. You need Vite. He plays ball Nigga, you want Vite? No, he don't. Yo, yo, no, he yo, don't. Bro, I don't play you ball at all. You don't play ball every day. I don't play ball at all. No. September Gilly, 10,000 in Philly at Cosmic Cash I'm putting up 25 grand. He gonna, he gonna fucking. See, he talking that big money shit now. 25 grand, what we See, doing? He talking that rich nigga shit. Woo. I'm a podcaster and YouTuber. I got 10 grand. <laughs> Gilly versus Esso. Ten, yo, we can do it for charity. We can. Wait, but you know, hold up. Yo, you know, Gilly. Gilly not going to play because oh, Gilly, wait, like, wait, he's not big enough. Hold I'm hold not going to help him blow hold his name up. Clue, speaking of Clue, yeah. Gilly and Gilly and Wild, I mean, Gilly and, and, and Clue been supposed to be playing for the last six months. Really? I feel like Clue don't want to smoke. And we're going to go back to Clue. But on, I feel like, I, I don't yo, know. Yo, I'm, yo, yo, yo. Clue's niggas I'm, always yo, want to yo, smoke. Yo, 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 always want to smoke. It's always the Philly dudes that's always challenging. We love Philly. Bro. They trying to make a competition. We love Philly. Yo, I can't speak of the rest of the world, but Queens niggas, we love Philly. Even the after hour spots in Philly. Those is my spots. Yo, tell him how we can. Listen, I love New York. Yo, I'm not even letting Kev talk right now, Ghost. <laughs> Nigga Heineken, how we came down here with me, you, and Ghost, and, and chill with Mike Knox at the fucking strip club, club with Meech, and went back to New York the same night. Okay, okay, all right, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. What What's are we your, talking we'll about? We'll do it better. We'll no. show them the video. Show them no, the no, video. No, no, I believe you. I believe you. Thank you. No, it's on, the, it's on Instagram. We, we I want to get back to Clue. I want to get back to Clue. We out here in Philly. Go ahead. I want to get back to Clue. So, 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 yeah, so the bottom line is like, yo, so he was, 
he definitely was he he like he was making noise. And then when like I said, when the guy from the store, he really really checked me. And this is a real story. Like I said, I was mad, but I was like, you know what? He right. There we go. So then, I started doing everything the guy had said to me. Mm. I had started um. I started getting all my freestyles and all my exclusives mm. from you know the people I knew, but then I started going to New York and sitting in session. I got to get next freestyle. I started making my connections then. But, so Clue put the battery in your yeah, back. Yeah, Clue he did. He did. Like he he. It, it was like the one thing. What I did was I had kept my style a way I was doing it. I just added the exclusives. That's hip hop. Like, that's all I did. That's hip hop. That. Ain't that what we do, Kev? No, no, Ain't that hip hop? We see what somebody do and you try to do it differently. You put your own, I'm not, I'm put not your own flavor. Up. You trying to say like I've been as shit. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm saying the bottom line. I ain't calling my man no biter. <laughs> this nigga nah, but, legendary. I'm not calling nah, this nigga nah, no nah, biter. Nah. nah, but no, real shit. Like I, and I'm being honest, like I um I had um, you know, because I'll be on Instagram sometime and mm-hmm. um it's the site. I came as like KDRF something whatever. They be playing all these old freestyles or old, like just old stuff for artists. And they had I never forget the freestyle. It was it was Clue, Nori, um, Clue. Nori, I forgot it was a bunch of people in there. And I was like, yo, this shit so crazy. And I had to call Clue myself. And I was like, Clue, I, I got to tell you this, man. Like no nobody because people always compare Clue to drama. And I say it's a different time. Like they both are great at what they did. It's just, it was a different time. And I say drama, what drama did, drama would do a mixtape with one artist. Mm-hmm. And shit was monumental. Sure. You see them droughts and all that was crazy. But Clue did more of a, a compilation of all artists. And like they both are great at what they do. But my point is, you know, drama came a little later. But when I was doing my mixtapes, it was like, of course, I was the biggest guy out of Philly doing mixtapes. But like I said, I gotta get pay my homage to Clue because Clue definitely, definitely, he changed the game, man. It's like you can't, and I'm gonna say this also, and this is another exclusive. So there was a guy that um that I used to work with. His name is DJ Rand. So DJ Rand. DJ Rand. I know about DJ Rand. DJ Rand. So DJ Rand, like he used to just kind of like have people thinking if they not, if you're not from Philly, you shouldn't be fucking with him. And kind of like, oh, you know, you ain't supposed to like Flex because he's from New York, or you ain't supposed to like Clue because he's from New York, or mm. like just a bunch of nonsense. And sometimes, man, you gotta kind of, you know, think with your own mind. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that dude, I'm saying for his Clue, like that man never did nothing to me. I don't know him. He ain't fuck my bitch. You know what I mean? He ain't steal no money from me. <laughs> so what the fuck? Why am I even like? Why am I even mad at the guy at the store? Because he's selling more tapes at the time that I did. Once I put everything in motion, my shit start flying out the roof. But mm. a lot of people don't know that. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big that that's a big deal because yeah. you went home and you checked yourself. That's not that's not nothing that people of our kind, race, and color Especially do. when you're successful too. Now he's successful at the time too. Yeah, so it's I'll even harder. It, it ain't like he ain't making right, right, money. Right, right, you're right, you're right, right, you're right, right, right. But this is what I'm saying. Some, you cosmic cat, right? Though. But sometimes Heineken, mm-hmm. a lot of people they don't like taking criticism. It's hard. That's like I'll call you. I'll call yo. You know what? Um, I just said, what you think? And he'll give me his opinion. Like, well, I think you should have did this different or whatever. 
a lot of problem with men, we just don't have a problem. We have a problem with taking a different direction from somebody else mm-hmm. or criticism. I, if I did something wrong, I want you to tell me. I don't mind that. You see what I'm saying? But a You're lot of people You're a weirdo, Kev. I'm a weirdo, too. I'll be like, I'll call niggas and be like, yo, tell me. I'll call Ghost like, yo, Ghost, if I'm doing something wrong, give me a signal. Yo, Han, I'll, I'll call Han and be like, yo, was everything okay? Like, right. when we get in the car today... I'll be the first one to be like, yo, was everything what y'all think? Did I do okay? Did I, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is? Tell me what I need to do to get better. When you get Mm -hmm. multiple entities that are good at certain things, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's hard to explain what's going on. I remember we had did an interview at a restaurant and the conversation was good, but it wasn't to the level we needed to be at. Exactly. And he enjoyed it. And he's like, what you thought? I was like, it was okay. It, it was my fault. No, it wasn't his fault because he's still learning the game. Just like when I'm making money, he's like, yo, you've only been fortunate the way you made money. You just had good spirits to guide you. But right. under normal circumstances, you should have been purely broke. So now understanding the business from both ends, how I'm like, this is how we know we have a great conversation versus this is how we make clean money. It's just a growth thing, you know but, what I mean? But I mean, like, I can talk about that time. We was talking to Don Poole at Brooklyn Chop House. Okay. And I was so focused on being robotic and trying to get better and ask questions that after the camera was off, I said, yo, Poole, did you remember going and doing this Jay-Z concert that I tell everybody? He'd be like, yeah, 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 Jay-Z. I was like, that, that was me. Mm-hmm. And I was 19 when I did that concert. And he was like, why you ain't say that on camera? Why you ain't say nothing? That? Because that was monumental shit. I did Jay-Z and right. Foxy's first show ever in, in Baltimore. Yeah. I paid out my wow. money with cash. Damn. You know what I'm saying? SDJ, I was 19 years old. I, I, used, I was selling weed and I used my school loan money. There you go. Oh, shit. And I, and I was flipping my weed and I was flipping my school loan money right. and I was throwing parties. I had S down there. That's how... That's an S. Yes, that part. Shout out to S. That's my guy. S was always my guy. This was the. This was when me and S relationship changed. Right here was at that party. S did everything for me. He DJed my parties for me. I never needed somebody to come DJ prior. Clue came down, and I told y'all prior to that. Clue's Clue's girlfriend was my was my um was my girlfriend's roommate. Got you. Clue comes down. And I'm going to say this on camera. Like, nobody knows about this. I think Han knows. Clue says, yo, we both from Queens. Your girlfriend and my girlfriend is roommates. Why? I'm at Rockefeller. Why am I not doing this party? Wow. Yeah, and I looked at him and I said, you're right. You got every party from here on in. I am a Oh, did you do that? But I did. Yeah, and my girlfriend, because my girlfriend, they was plugging me. Shout out to Keisha Hines. Keisha okay, was, but what happened with you and S? Me and S is still cool, but I was. You guys, nah, don't butter it up. I need the real answer. <laughs> you see this nigga? Me and S is still cool. Yo, and yo, it's about. He put the yo, spare. And he put margarine on that yo, shit. Yo, listen. <laughs> listen. He put margarine on that Let me say something to you. Stop let it. me say something <laughs> to you. Yeah. He was with me in Chicago with S and S. Now, listen. Me and it is years later. I'm talking no, about back me then. Me and S is still cool. It wasn't nothing. Yo, a lot of things had occurred with the, like, I, right, because this ain't my show, but me and S go back to when I was like 15, 16 years old. Got you. I went to school uptown yeah. with a dude named Fat Daddy, who was S and S best friend. So me and S knew each other from that. I had another DJ who was DJing my shit. I always use S because of, because of, of the relationship. Right. Me and his best friend 
we all kind of parted ways in college. He ran, he, he decided to roll with a whole nother crew, blah, blah, blah. When they did that, I didn't really have nobody. I was still using S, but they, he was still Got you. part of their shit. So kind of Clue technically saved me because he came in at a time when I needed to have my own shit at right. the time. So when he presented it, I said, yo, I looked at it. I still gave S work. I still gave S work, but it wasn't the same work. So if I'm throwing seven parties a year at college, I got S doing two of them. Man, he was caking. Yeah, nigga, what? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Yes, hey, so you mean tell me you still still spending money from back then? The no, I'm not still spending money from back then. I actually oh, went, oh, the fans ain't watching I actually, school. I actually went That's bank, too late. Look, the seven I, years no, is gone. I actually went bankrupt. The seven years is gone. <laughs> Like, I went bankrupt. Cool Yo, because we do money and we talking real shit, see, he's a DJ. He's been on radio for 31 years. So he gets a regular check. He gets a check in the clubs. He gets other checks for promo. I don't get that stuff. So I had to spend my money. I went bankrupt in 2010. And right now in 2023, I'm finally almost back to where I was. Congratulations. Congratulations, brother. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, you mentioned drama. Yes. He had a controversial take. What is no, no? What is the anthem? Oh, Meek Mill or Uzi? You being a Philly dude, has has Uzi surpassed Meek Mill's anthem? Ooh, you're a DJ. You understand? No, he's not a DJ. He's the number one DJ, DJ in Philadelphia, oh, Pennsylvania. It's tough. Oh, oh don't, don't don't act crazy because you act like I wasn't gonna oh, answer. Man. I answered. You answer, nigga. Oh man. You answer, nigga. And, 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 and you know what, Kev? Kev don't oh, like man. having to choose. We was there at the um, the <laughs> he DJ. He don't like to choose. We was at the DJ yeah, contest. Yeah. Cause he came to me. He's like, "Hi, who would you pick?" I said, "The nigga you picked." Ooh. No, yeah. I, I, and I disagreed with you. I thought the other nigga should have won. But the one no, you no, 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 no. We're answer the question. We're gonna answer the question, honey. Yeah. After, yeah. after, no, no, no. Don't adjust me to answer the question. Don't he cut me up. Don't cut me up. Answer the question. Yo, damn, bro. Because uh, we see, we seen uh, uh, Uzi uh, bring uh, out the Eagles for the Super Bowl. Uh, Tell us what you really well, think. No, I. Mm. Tell us what you can give us the exclusive. You can talk to us. Tell us what no, you really I'm think. No, I'm just Kev. saying. You asking me a real difficult question. It is. I know. I'm gonna tell you why it's difficult. It's tough. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, I don't know hey, who to ask, pick. Ask. I'm keeping it. Honest. I'm gonna tell you why it's difficult. Come on, no, I'm great to tell you why it's difficult. Because you got to look at once again. It's a different time. Mm -hmm. Dreams and nightmares has been an anthem for not just Philadelphia, for a lot of pop. Especially in New York, too. Period. When you set the party off, you drop in yeah. Dreams of Nightmares. Right. When, it, when it's time to go up. Right. You, so you drop Dreams Think about of this. Women get more hype for that shit than the dudes. I've been in spots. They waiting You know, that. Shorty had me on the gram yeah. on Dreams of Nightmares. I know, but... Go ahead, Kev. What's the but, answer, Kev? But, 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 but... You also got Uzi. You got I Wanna Rock. Like... Now, I Wanna Rock, bro. Every. When you play that, it just, yo, it goes from, like, it just goes from the floor to the moon. It's different. Okay, so they both, I, so. I, 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 I'm going to say this. I don't think I can make that judgment call. I got to see if that reaction happens, happens the same way five years from now. How do you play them back to back in the club? Because I'm a former DJ. How the fuck do you get... Those two different tempos, those two oh, different. They match? 
How do you plan? Mm. Which one are you dropping first? How do you big? What what's going first? I'm dropping dreams and nightmares first. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna drop that, that first. So from the DJ I, I, perspective, I, I, I'm gonna drop that first because yeah. that's the setup. So the DJ perspective, the it gotta be dreams and nightmares then. No, 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 no. You can't. I'm not saying that. Okay. Like, like, mm-hmm. I, I, bro, like, it's I'm, tough. It's, it's a tough call. Especially you from the town, so oh, it's, it's a different a feeling. Call. That's so if we got these tough calls, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep it real. Oh yeah. With the Philly Rappers, and we talking about Philly being a hub. Philly has to be considered a hub, although they don't have a record label here. You got Meek, you got Uzi, mm-hmm. you got Drama, you right. got John Cannon, you got Beans, you got Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, you Will got Smith, Freeway. You got free. I said Jazzy Jeff Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. I bugged out. You got Freeway, and even though Gilly didn't pop off in his music career, his podcast career is hip hop. Yeah, his podcast career is it's hip hop. And Wallow, Wallow, and Wallow. Right. But, yeah. but I'm saying, so you, I Wallow, get where you're coming yeah, from. I'm just saying because I never, pardon me, Wallow. I never looked at Wallow as like a rapper. Wallow, he, he was in jail. But we're talking about the I'm culture. Wallow's another ass nigga. Yeah. Okay. But, but I'm gonna consider. I'm just talking about people who technically were rappers, who, rappers, okay. and bought music to the thing. Then you got other people who you got a, a Jill Scott who although she was a singer, her vibe is a rapper mm-hmm. vibe in, in, in Neo no, Soul. I'm Long say, Walk no, is a rap. Hold up. I'm going to tell you this. I've been trying to get Jill Scott to come on my show and freestyle. My dudes, I heard a record. I heard a record. The record with her and Freeway on it. Yo, these fucking bars she was spitting... I was begging for the record. I wanted to come on my show and freestyle. Yeah, I'm gonna be no, honest. No, she get she get to it. I'm a little dude, right? I'm five ten. Whatever. I okay. fuck with Jill Scott. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What, what do you mean when you fuck with her? What do you mean by that? Because yeah, you said I, you're a no, little dude. No, 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 okay. I'm gonna say it on camera. What do you mean? I'm gonna say it on camera. I'm gonna say it on camera because because I'm gonna say it on camera because my whole life I never fucked with voluptuous, bigger side women because Yo, I'm not. When a this big camera dude. comes off, we gonna talk. I'm he, not. Look at his face. I'm not. I'm not a big dude, but Jill Scott is lit. Wait, wait. Jill Scott is. She causes color. Wait, wait. You saying Jill Scott is lit? Yeah, she is. She you saying coming. your height, weight, pause, all that? But you saying she lit? So you trying to say she accepted to the rule? Yeah, she's definitely accepted to the rule. Jill, uh, Jill, Jill Scott is exceptions to mad rules. Wait, wait. So you, so you never hit a big jaw? We gotta cut the camera. Show done. <laughs> that ass backfield. We cannot go any further, Cap. Part two is coming because I swear to God, he gonna go crazy. Yo, that Cap, would make no, 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 crazy. No, bro. Turn, turn, turn that camera off now.